So I grew up here in Anchorage, and by the time I was 18, I couldn't wait to break up with this city. So <laughs> rewinding to when I was a kid, I was a voracious reader, and I always asked questions, and my mom would take me to the Lusak Library, and the rule was I could check out as many books as I was years old. And my parents wanted to send me to a school that really matched my character. So uh, when I was in seventh grade, they put me into Polaris, which is a fantastic school. It was the first year that school opened. And at that time, uh, a lot of students went there after flunking out or getting kicked out of other schools. So the kids I was looking up to had mohawks and pink hair and they smoked cigarettes and they didn't go to class and I already had an internal rebel and it just got stronger with the years and with my role models and I, I started to make more and more bad decisions um, and I stopped going to class more and more and by the time I was in 10th grade, I was flunking out of school. And at that time, my dad gave me an ultimatum and he said, Marie, you, you have to make a change and you have to change to a new school and you get to choose what school you go to. So thanks for that ultimatum, dad, wherever you are. He's somewhere out there. <laughs> so I chose Athenium, which turned out to be a great decision for me. I could be my quirky self, and I felt like I could actually learn at school. Like, what an oxymoron. And, uh, <laughs> and this was kind of my Anchorage renaissance, so I started this zine called The Crooked Rascal. And for those of you who don't know what a zine is, that's short for magazine and sort of a 90s thing, and I, I was you know, typing up my thoughts and stories and feelings, and I would photocopy it in my parents' basement, and I would distribute it at coffee shops around Anchorage with a little jar for money. And sometimes I would even find $20 bills in there. And years later, I found out that they were all from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then around the same time, I got this really wild idea, like, I'm going to start a Crooked Rascal shop. And I did my research, and I found a shop that I could actually afford. It was in downtown Anchorage. So there was the 4th Avenue Theater building right next to it, third story up. There's this dingy little room. I'm pretty sure both buildings are now condemned. But it was $100 a month. So I sold zines. I sold records. I had a communal typewriter. I had a communal <laughs> camera with film. <laughs> and it was exciting. And I think people in the community really perceived me as this totally confident, bold person. But my actual internal experience at this time was that I was increasingly introverted and shy and insecure, and my social life pretty much consisted of writing letters back and forth with other zinesters around the country. <laughs> and it was also a hard time for other reasons. So my parents were going through a divorce at this time. Uh, my best friend and the guy I was crazy about fell in love with each other. Um, classic. Uh, <laughs> 
So uh, my constellation was my secret crush on my high school philosophy teacher. Uh, so I would wake up at like four or five in the morning and I would read Kant and Hegel, hoping to impress him during class. So as you can kind of see, this was a very dark night of the soul. And so when I graduated high school, I could not wait to break up with Anchorage. And I had gone on this amazing high school trip to Greece, and my tour guide in Crete, to me, was like this goddess. She was around 50 years old, and she was so smart, and she was so feeling and expressive, and she kind of made me feel like I was seen. And I wanted more of that feeling, so I wrote her an email, which was invented at this time, and I asked her if I could come live with her for a year. And it was a miracle, she said yes. <laughs> So I moved to Crete, and when I was there, the first thing I kept noticing was how emotive everybody was. So you would go to the market to buy some vegetables, and as people were bargaining over the price, I was actually scared that they were going to start punching each other. That's how intense it was. Or uh, we would be at home with Artusa, my host mom, and eating dinner and listening to music, and suddenly she would just get up and start dancing. And I was really uncomfortable expressing myself that freely. I, I was used to kind of writing down my thoughts and feelings and maybe sending them to a pen pal I'd never met across the nation. <laughs> and so, you know, every day she would say, oh, what are you feeling? And I would always respond with something kind of stiff and cerebral. And she would say, no, that's what you're thinking. What are you feeling? And it took me a few months in this emotional boot camp to gradually start opening up. And I was shocked that as I did so, I was still accepted. I wasn't just totally rejected. The world didn't explode. And that was really relieving to me. And so I, I changed a lot. I started communicating differently. I started dressing differently. And I really just felt like a whole new person. I let my mohawk grow out. Uh, <laughs> and so the hard part about being a whole new person is that when you go back to your hometown, you're confronted with all the old versions of yourself. And so every time I, I would get on that airplane to visit Anchorage, there would always be that one person on the airplane who would say, oh, aren't you the crooked rascal girl? And I would just feel so annoyed because I didn't want to be the crooked rascal girl. I wanted to be someone completely different. And I associated that time with the insecurities and the struggles that I experienced. And I'm a little embarrassed to say that this awkward phase with Anchorage lasted 15 years. And I lived in many different places. I lived all over the lower 48. I lived in Uganda. I even lived in Kodiak. So I was inching closer to Anchorage. Um, and when I was about 33, I realized, like, oh, there's no perfect city. And there's also no perfect man. <laughs> and there's no perfect me. And I also realized I needed to choose a place to live. I was tired of moving around. And strangely, Anchorage was the perfect place. I had family and friends here. I had work here. It wasn't too big. It wasn't too small. And it was the one place where I knew I couldn't run away from myself. 
So a few years ago, I moved to Anchorage, and I love it here. So I'm okay with the fact that Anchorage and I had to split up for a really long time, but I'm very glad we got back together again. Thank you.